Hi. Hello. And welcome. We're your hosts. I'm Alex. And I'm Kat. You found the two PFFs you didn't know you needed, but you're glad you have. Congratulations. You have found your people. Enjoy the ride as we navigate what it's like to live live out loud. Hi. Hey. How's it going? It's good. I am excited to do another episode of the podcast gonna be good yes i'm excited that um people are tuning in and listening to us ramble on about all of our thoughts it's wonderful and we are going to have a new segment on fridays called friday with friends where we interview our friends of different enneagram types it's gonna be so exciting it is we have um, a person from each of the nine types and we're gonna do them in the triads Mm -hmm. so we're gonna start with the gut the gut triad, yep. yep. And then the the mind. The mind. And, and then, then the heart. heart. And so I'm very excited for us to do that. It'll be every Friday morning. Those episodes will be shorter, like 15-ish minutes. And so I'm excited to talk to our friends about the Enneagram. Yeah. That episode did so well, not just in terms of like plays, but just a response. And people really mm-hmm. resonated with it and wanted to learn more about the different types. And we thought, you know, what better way of doing that than bringing the types that we know and have in our lives onto the podcast. Yes. So. so wherever you get your podcasts, Fridays at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, those will air. So tune in. Tune in. So let's dive into the topic of the uh, day here. How's your relationship with your body? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, it's better than what it used to be. Um, I think at this point in my life, most days are good. Um, lately, I'm pretty public about it on my social platforms and things like that, but I've been going through a lot of health stuff mm-hmm. and trauma, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase, um, for the last about three, four years um, with no evolved, no answers, and I'm finally found a doctor that's listening um because you can't see me i'm plus size um so oftentimes going to the doctor is uh, a nightmare with yeah it's yeah. literally a nightmare i think that's the best way to describe it um, but i finally found a doctor that's like what listening and wants to get down to the root cause which is all i wanted my problems aren't because i'm fat mm-hmm. it's because of a lot of other things yes and so to hear that it's not just because of that, it's in spite of that mm-hmm. is huge. So I'm feeling a lot better about my body. That's awesome. And shout out to your doctor for actually being one of the few good ones uh, for plus size people. If you're if you are a plus size person, then you understand what we're talking about. If you're not, let's educate you for a second. And yeah. that when a skinny individual goes to the doctor. Um, and they say that their leg hurts, then the doctor instantly looks at their leg. What could be causing the leg pain? Let's do an x-ray, an MRI. Did you fall? Did you kick something? What could be going wrong with your leg? When you're a plus-sized person and you go to the doctor and same pain, your leg hurts, their first um, course of treatment is not the leg. Their first thing that they say is that you need to lose weight. And it might sound crazy to you because you're like, but it's your leg. Yeah, exactly. It's your leg. And Mm -hmm. chances are you have been overweight for several years. But the leg pain started yesterday when, you know, you 
fell playing outside with your kid, you know. But the first thing that the doctor wants to address is, um, is the weight. And usually when it's something like your leg is broken, they get around to the leg eventually. But when it's something more uh, that they have to dig to find the answer for, like... Um, a thyroid issue or inflammation mm. in your body that you don't know where it's coming from or you're tired or your vitamin levels are off, they really stick to the weight uh, conversation. And that is very frustrating to the plus size community. So yeah. I'm glad you have found a doctor that is really helping. Yeah. And Definitely listening. Helping. And listening. I think that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. is I mean, it also helps. Like, I'm not seeing this doctor in person at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all over the phone, which sounds crazy. Um, But I think that's been a huge um, thing that's, like, been the barrier of entry. Like, I've been able to knock down that door just a little bit. And, like, I'm very vocal with him that, like, this is what I weigh. I know it, you know. But I'm also lift almost every single day I Mm -hmm. walk almost every single day you know that sort of thing so it's been really healing from a medical standpoint for me and I just hope and pray that for everybody else who's struggling to find answers that's so Um, difficult and women in healthcare anyway right they're already a step behind because there's so many all the research studies and you know, results and things like that for the longest did not include women. It's even worse for people of color and women of color, right? In science um, and in results. <clears throat> but they're already, it already feels like we're steps behind um, in the medical community. Yeah. Um, as far as being heard, you know, and it not being we're emotional or we're this or that, right? right. Um, and I'm kind of hitting that wall now because I'm you know, in my late thirties and I'm starting to experience some of those like perimenopausal kind of things. Sorry for the guys that are listening, but you know, you, you start hitting those walls of like hormones and stuff and it's just, you're, you're being emotional. It's not time for that yet. It's blah, blah, blah. Okay. But, but he, here's what my body's experiencing. Let's right. have a conversation. And so it's really hard to love our bodies, um, for a variety of reasons. I think, you know, I mean, social media (laughs) right I mean oh my gosh uh you know used to all you had to worry about was like Jennifer Aniston on the television right which gorgeous still today but you know used to it was magazines and tv and now it's still magazines and tv but now it's Instagram and TikTok and um Facebook and all the other places where you get bikini shots of all these you know gorgeous people and so I think body image it's still a very, very, very real issue. And I don't know that it gets better as we age. I mean, maybe that it does a little bit, but I'm not 100% confident in my body. I mean, every day it's a struggle for me right. um, of wanting to change it, wanting to be different. And I think after having my children, I really try to approach myself with grace and compassion because I carried and grew and and delivered three human beings you know and that's that's a miracle right you know and so I really try to give my my body grace and thank it for all the things that it has done um but it's something that I still struggle with every day you know um especially because of my weight because we live in a society that you know being overweight is like a crime it almost feels right it really does and 
it goes both ways I think I talk about that a lot with some of my friends like growing up like I was the bigger friend they were the smaller friend and shopping sucked for both of us Mm -hmm. everything was too big for her everything was too small for me and it can go through these ebbs and flows of like okay like you're skinny go eat a sandwich like go eat something and little do you know like they're eating a lot more than you think they would be. Right. And I think now we're kind of crossing that threshold in society where it's slowly becoming more of an equal playing field. Um, I say that because I'm re-watching a lot of old television right now. Yeah. Uh, I just re-watched Gilmore Girls and I... Oh, it kills me you just call that older television. But it is, though. I know, but it still hurts to hear it. It still hurts. I mean, early 2000s (laughs) is older television. Don't say it like that. I am also (laughs) shamelessly uh, re-watching Glee because I just need something in the background. And I loved Glee in high school and middle school, so I was like, oh, hell yeah, Like let's do this. Um, And I'm watching how much like even the clothing on some of the like larger actors and actresses like they look uncomfortable and I remember that being me at that period of time as well and now while yes it's still hard to find clothes that make me feel good it's way more accessible than it was before. Like I have options. 100%. And so in like a weird way, it makes me really excited. And the even the clothing I'm putting on my body gives me a chance to like love that version of myself, that person, the skin that I'm in, like the, the mm-hmm. my creation, my ligaments, everything right. is it's an adornment more or less, which feels very old school. But it gives me a way to express myself, whereas before when I really struggled with body dysmorphia and truly hated myself, I didn't have clothes to make me feel better. It just made me feel worse. Mm -hmm. I can remember like wearing brown gauchos because that was the only color in my size. And I hate the color brown. Like, (laughs) wearing the color brown literally makes, is like the biggest ick for me. Um, Because my hair's brown. So it was like, it felt like I was like all one thing. But I was watching all the other girls in school. They got to wear all kinds of different colors of gauchos. Which I'm talking about gauchos, like the ugliest pants alive. I don't know, I loved them. But I love them because they hid my midsection. They hid how big my thighs were. It made me feel like I was the same as everybody else. Um, but now, exposing some skin and doing the thing like is is more acceptable. And people aren't like, cover yourself. Which is a huge step forward in healing a lot of people in their body shame. Oh, for sure. And see, I kind of had the opposite. When I was in high school, I was skinny. I mean, mm. really skinny. I had, I had hips and curves, but I mean, I was skinny and I was anorexic and not a lot of people knew that, but I, you know, I was the same height I am now and weighed maybe 110 pounds soaking wet. And that was not healthy and it, it was not okay. And the, what I was doing to, to have that was not okay. But, um, my parents were very overweight and I remember as a, as a kid being embarrassed 
by my parents. Um, mm. And I thought that as a kid that it was because of their weight um, that I was embarrassed. And looking back on it now, I realized that wasn't so much the case. It was more so um, their personalities and how they carried themselves that, that really was the thing that I think that really got to me. But for me as a kid, I mean, other kids were already making fun of me for other reasons. And then they would see my parents. They'd make fun of my parents right. for their weight. Yeah. And so I actually struggle to this day now. For several years, I didn't think in adulthood as I've been plus size, I didn't see myself as... Um, I guess like a true like plus size person I just felt you know okay yeah you know I need to lose a little bit of weight or this or that you know but that's kind of how I viewed myself but in the past couple years since having my last baby I have caught a different glimpse of myself and I really feel like really large like mm. extremely large and I don't really vocalize that to anyone but like to the point that like I'm scared to hug people mm. because it, I have this in the back of my mind that like they don't want me to hug them because I'm like massive or something um, which you know it's probably ridiculous but it's in the back of my head and also I worry that not only are my kids growing up not healthy because Society tells me that I'm not healthy because I have extra weight, but also that my kids are going to be embarrassed of me because, mm. you know, I'm not skinny and I'm not the fit mom at school. And so, um, I mean, that's just kind of like where I'm at. So, you know, we see all these things like <laughs> we're seeing all these things swirl over the Internet, right, about like body positivity and, you know, loving the skin we're in and, you know, Lizzo, who's a rock star and is amazing and loves her body and tries to get other people to love their body and all these things. But I guess I just kind of want to throw it out there that, like, if you're not in a good place with your body, whether you're skinny or curvy or plus-sized or whatever you have going on with your body, you know, like, dealing with discoloration on your face or you have wrinkles or you, like, whatever you're dealing with, that, like, if you're not in a space where, like, you love your body, like, that's okay. You know, like... Um, it's okay to have those feelings. Like all feelings are valid. Um, but I would encourage you that your body has carried you and it's carried me through however many years it's carried you and it's done all these incredible things. And so I just feel like the more that we treat ourselves well the more we talk to ourselves well the more that we think about ourselves in a good way the more that we will feel better about ourselves and feel more comfortable and love the skin that we're in right um and that's a daily battle for me it, it really truly is a daily daily battle for me but i'm learning to get up and fight the <laughs> fight the good fight <laughs> i guess so to speak yeah and i think one to backtrack a little bit like one you're not too massive to hug you're beautiful I've like said that so many times to Brayden I'm like oh I hate that Kat feels this way because like I look up to her and like how like oh, your, your Sunday posts of like your cute little outfits to church like light my light up I'm not just fluffing you up because we're on a podcast. I'm, I, tr I truly mean it. I know. I'm like, this is the episode where we both cry probably. But 
<laughs> just fair warning. Um, and I think it crosses the threshold between male and female. Yeah. And I know men also feel the same way in a lot of capacities. Sure. And I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, I know that if we just really took one second, trusted the bodies that we were given, recognized that they've carried us for this long, and just said thank you every now and then, mm-hmm. I think we'd feel so much better. It's a lot easier said than done. For sure. And I feel like a lot of the daggers we throw at ourselves, we unintentionally point back at other people because we're so self-critical and I think that opened my eyes to be nicer to myself because I don't know how if I'm not nice to myself how that's being projected to the rest of the world which also I don't care what the rest of the world thinks either and I think that's a new spot for me personally um just being you know like I don't really care but that doesn't mean I don't care every day like there's days where I'm you won't see me on social media it's probably a bad body day probably the day I should be posting the most because it's the most relatable content for sure but I don't Mm -hmm. because I can't even look in the mirror and I used to think that was oh I just don't have any I'm not vain I don't look in the mirror because I'm not vain no I wasn't looking in the mirror because I didn't like what was looking back at me right And now I physically have to stop myself and look in the mirror Mm -hmm. and recognize who's looking back at me, say, thank you, you're beautiful, you're lovely, whatever I need to say to myself in that moment, because she's been ignored for a really long time. Mm -hmm. That's good. And it's so incredibly true. You know, I have a daughter <clears throat> who is eight, and she used to be extremely tiny and petite, like for several years, until like right before her baby brother was born, and then all of a sudden, like she has gotten a lot bigger, seemingly mm-hmm. overnight, and it's, it hasn't been overnight, but you know. And I worry about her, and then I struggle because I don't want her to, I don't want to put all that crap on her. You know, right. it's like, I don't want her to feel bad about herself. I want her to feel comfortable in the skin that she's in. I want her to, but also I want her to be healthy. You know, it's like, so I, I kind of walk a tightrope there, you know, but it's like, I don't want her to struggle with the same things that I've struggled with in both regards. Yeah. I don't want her to hate herself, you know. I don't want her to be focused on the size of her body. I want her to be focused on if she's happy and blah, 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 you know, how well she's doing. But I think that she finds comfort in food like her mom does, <laughs> you know. And I wish I could be one of those, like, foodie people, you know, who, like, because I do love food. I am a foodie. But, like, Same. one of the foodie people that it's okay to be a foodie person because you're adorable, you know, you're, like, really cute and skinny, you know. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Where people aren't like, oh, you're a foodie because you're fat. Right, like, exactly. No, I'm a foodie because food's good. That's right. Dang I was it. a foodie when I was skinny, too. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it just, I don't I don't want to put all that on her or on, my, or on my boys, you know. It's like I, I want my boys to 
love who they are and love their bodies and respect people of all shapes and sizes and colors. You know, that's something that we talk about a lot. We talk a lot in our house about showing everyone respect, showing everyone love, showing everyone care. You know, it's like my, my oldest son, he has friends who are from all different religions, all different cultural and ethnic mm-hmm. backgrounds. And I find that beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Because growing up where I grew up, that was not a thing. Right. And so I love that he sits at the lunchroom table and he has conversations with one of his friends who um, is Muslim. And then on the other side of him, he's having you know a conversation with one of his friends who um, like doesn't eat meat. Um, because like, uh, or certain types of meat rather, um, because they're Jewish and, you know, it's like all these different, all these different religions, all these different cultures, all these different things. And so we talk about that a lot. We talk about being kind and respectful and, you know, learning about Mm -hmm. other people. I don't think I ever take the time to be like, Hey, that, that includes like people that of different sizes. Right. You know, I mean, I've never caught my toe obviously being mean to someone who, who wasn't, you know, skinny or whatever, or being mean to someone who's too skinny. You know, I've never, I've never seen them do that. They're not mean kids, but I don't feel like it's talked about enough Mm-mm. that we need to, a body is a body. A body right. is the thing that carries the person. Right. You know, it's like who I am is not everything you see on the outside. Who I am is kind and considerate and college educated and, you know, smart and brave and funny sometimes. Right, right. It's not everything you see on the outside, you know. It's, um, so I'm going to date myself here, but like the movie Men in Black with Will Smith and, yeah. yeah. You ever seen it? Yeah, that's not dating yourself, okay. I don't think. Well, you call Gilmore Girls old TV. Well, so. I mean, <laughs> it, I say, I think of old TV as like, it didn't come out on a streaming service. True, true, true. You know, it was a box set of DVDs. Yeah, I um, owned them. Anyway, um, but you know how the aliens would be inside people's bodies. So mm-hmm. they would take on the skin, right, right. of the, the bodies. And I kind of want us to remember that that is what these bodies are, mm-hmm. right? Our bodies are flawed and beautiful and sustaining us through this life but it's not who we are Mm -mm. it's just the vehicle that we do life in right and it deserves to be nurtured and tuned up and taken care of the way you feel is best yes I think that's also something we don't think about is we want to do what other people think Mm -hmm. is best for our own bodies and I'm a huge advocate for the the opposite. You need to do what's freeing for you, mm-hmm. what like sparks you, what ignites you. If that's movement, if that's arts, if that's woodworking, if that's working on a car, whatever that looks like that you can entertain that outside is like what is best to maintaining everything. I think that's beautiful. Like it's just a vessel. Right. Just a vessel. It's just a vessel. And, you know, if you've ever felt bad about yourself for five minutes, you know, which everyone has, no matter how confident they are, everyone has felt bad about themselves for at least five minutes of their life for some reason, whether it be their body 
or their mind or their personality mm-hmm. or any number of things, right, we felt bad about, then we need to channel that experience into compassion. Mm, that's good. Because we never know when someone else is experiencing their five minutes. And some people experience their five minutes over and over and over and over again for a lifetime. Right. You know, and how many, (laughs) how many vacations have I not fully enjoyed because I was worried about how I looked and felt in a swimsuit on the beach with my children. Wow. And I know men experience this too mm-hmm. because I'm married to one who very seldom takes his shirt off in a public place like the beach, mm-hmm. right? Or the pool. Why? Because he's self-conscious, right? And we miss out on so many things because we're not loving ourselves. And we talked about this before, you know, about loving our neighbor as ourself. Like, to love our neighbor well, Mm. we need to love ourselves. Yeah. To show compassion and grace to other people. It needs to start with compassion and grace for ourselves. And I think loving the skin we're in really is as simple as making the conscious choice every day, or sometimes even minute to minute, to choose that gratitude and that compassion for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Truly. Truly. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. So hard. But I think once you get into that habit of doing that, the hard days get a little easier because you have a solution. You have something in your toolkit mm-hmm. to like break out of the, I hate this skin that I'm in mm-hmm. type of situation. For sure. And as we remind other people, we need to take the time and remind ourselves that we are not too much. Not too much. We are not too little. Not too little. We are just enough. Just enough.